just a double again. I want to see a triple doink. It might happen. Doink. Double doink. Double doink. Double doink. Triple doink. Quadruple doink. Doink. It's the double doink right there. Doink. Doink. A double doink. Double doinker. Dicker the kicker. Triple doinks it in. Doink, 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 doink. Double doinks and sackles. Teaching you how to football. Can you teach me how to football? We're still trying every week. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, here we go. We're coming up to the wild card edition. Uh, my name is Fernando. I'm Travis. I'm Chris. I'm Jimmy G, the ticker tape ragamuffin. What? <laughs> We're going like Moxie stuff today. <laughs> ragamuffin. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, we're going to do a quick recap of last week. Pretty much for teams you know, who were on the bubble of making the playoffs. Some of them did. Some of them didn't. I don't want to talk about it. But uh, <laughs> we start with those two Saturday games. They were the big ones. We had the Steelers at the Ravens. Uh, Ravens already had clinched the first round by, so they were pretty much resting everyone. Uh, Steelers had to win, and they needed either Buffalo to lose or... Jacksonville to lose. I don't want to talk about that. And uh, Pittsburgh did go on and win that game, and then uh, that Jacksonville game happened. Yep, sure did. Any... I feel like he wants to yada yada over this. All right, we don't we don't have to go into it. I mean, <laughs> no, I mean it, at the end of the day, like the, the problem is that Jacksonville was Trevor Lawrence is far too injured. The play calling has been terrible uh, for most of the season, and the defense just got exposed by that point. So. Uh, they came in there. I don't know how Mike Vrabel, uh, you know, ends up spoiling that just like the way the Jaguars spoiled the, their their playoff chances last year, and then still gets fired. But we'll go into the fire. Yeah, I'm kind of shocked one. he got fired. Like Vrabel, I thought's a good, a great coach. I mean, he's a players' coach as a former player. I mean, that team. This is the worst year he's had with them. I mean, they got him to the AFC Championship game once. I mean, and they weren't a good team this year. I mean, no. you know, they they and started they, three different quarterbacks this season. Um, you know, it's Derrick Henry's like last legs. Their offensive line's kind of been meh, and their defense is nowhere near the defense that Tennessee's had. So, uh, you know, Jacksonville came into that game. I kind of felt that they were going to lose that game regardless, even if they did pass on. Uh, you know, the team was far too injured to, to keep it going this season. So, uh, you know, props to I'm just. More disappointed that it's the Steelers that made it in. I just like I feel as though like we were talking like how are they going to you know get their uh, their winning season underway and they round off three wins in a row yeah. and end up sneaking into the playoffs yeah. somehow. Uh, so I'm just more disappointed that the Steelers made it and the Jaguars didn't by that point. Yeah, yeah. I just feel like the Jaguars kind of got away from the running game. Right? Uh, they started the season. Etn started the season so hot. I mean, he was rushing for touchdowns, yardage, everything like that. So he was looking great. And then it was almost just like they flipped off a light switch and they just like completely got away from the running game. Uh, yeah, he still picked up a few yards here, a few yards there. And then when Trevor Lawrence got injured, you know, he wasn't, he wasn't looking right in the pocket. Couldn't really scramble as well. With them not having an established running game, it just kind of... Slowly fell apart. Was ETN even like fully healthy? Because he was dinged up for a couple weeks. Like, was he 100%? He was essentially 100%. By okay. Point. Uh, he didn't have any injured designations coming into the game. So, oh, um, right. Well, they say you're pretty much constantly injured in the NFL. Like, yeah. I mean, there was know. there was nothing. He he had the knee injury uh, probably midway through the season, but it wasn't really like a hamper on him. I mean, Trevor was the one that was really pretty much injured. Yeah, I gotta say, your bright star for the season, though, Ridley, Calvin. Ridley. 
I was gonna go uh, Christian Kirk by that I point. I don't think so. Like I, really, I, I don't think he started that the season that hot, but then he just kind of like turned it on. He had some he had some sorry solid nah, yardage. Uh, in and I would say for the Jaguars, you're you're starting you're you're starting the season by that point. Uh, either Josh Allen, who is uh, I think he was only a sack and a half away from joining the twenty sack club this season. Um, or it would be Christian Kirk, uh, I think, who had a great season before he got injured. Uh, and Evan Ingram was only a couple catches away from breaking the uh, record for the most catches by a tight end in the season. So I think there are plenty of stars on that season. There's still, there's plenty of bright lights in Jacksonville's future. Uh, they didn't make it, so let's not harp on them. Uh, rest in peace, 2023 season for the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, that other Saturday game was a huge one. Texans at Colts, winner of this game, got into the playoffs, but they needed Jacksonville to lose in order to win the division. We already know what happened on the uh, the latter part. So Texans took care of business. Uh, I think we got the uh, coach of the year and offensive rookie of the year, possibly defensive rookie of the year, all coming out of Houston. Uh, Houston clinching that playoff spot and a home playoff game. Yeah, I mean, Houston looked pretty good. Um, my only argument against C.J. Stroud as Rookie of the Year would be uh, Puka Nakua, who had a pretty decent very, season as well. Very, very good point. Um, but, you know, probably go to the quarterback, let's face it, by that point. C.J. Stroud had a great season. But, you know, uh, props up to Colts and props up to Gardner Minshew for uh, playing as well as they did uh, this year. And, um, yeah, you know, let's see what the Texans have. Yeah, I mean, uh, I, I think Houston was a better team. I think Indy had a pretty decent run over the course of the last few games there. You know, they were kind of winning on the back of Gardner Minshew there. So, yeah, props to Gardner Minshew. Uh, you know, way to go, Indy, for the season you put up, especially considering, like, how many injuries you had, your quarterback situation, everything like that. So, almost made it to the playoffs. Get on you. Uh, that that last play though, they like took extra timeouts. They didn't know what to do the Colts, and then they just had a perfect play call, and they decided to give it to the third string running back who dropped the ball on the flat for that first down. Yeah, I don't know why you don't have Jonathan Taylor out there uh, for that 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 play. Uh, I mean, even, even then, Zach, Zach Moss. Moss uh, yeah. I know One Zach Moss two. has been kind of dealing with like the arm injury. I know he re-injured it in that game as well. Uh, Jonathan Taylor, I think. Kind of tweaked his ankle uh, towards the end of that game, but he was back in. You know, he yeah. was out of the tent. So yeah, I mean, you know, it wasn't the the best pass in the world, but it was definitely catchable. And uh, you got to feel for the Colts on that one because I think that guy was going to kind of skate. I got a question and, for you, Chris. As the Panther fan, fan of the two and fifteen uh, Panthers, let's say you put C.J. Stroud as your number one overall pick instead of Bryce Young. What kind of like based on the team you have, based on the team the Texans have? Like, do you think the teams, the franchises are looking better? Like, do you think you have a shot of winning that NFC South? I think with C.J. Stroud, we would have won the NFC South. Uh, I think Carolina did a piecemeal uh, during the offseason to put a team together. But we went out and we got some names. You know, we got Thielen, we got Hurst, uh, we got Sanders in the backfield. They eventually figured out they needed to split back our running back situation. Uh, you know, we went out, we didn't get any big names, but I think we picked up enough names to make a, a push for the playoffs. If you have C.J. Stroud. If we had C.J. Stroud, yeah. I think, and that division was so weak to begin with, uh, I think we would have had a chance at winning the division. I, I think my only argument against that would be, I think that the coaching wasn't there. I think D'Amico Ryans is definitely a better coach than Frank Gray was, and I think that you guys had a worse offensive line. 
then yeah, the offensive line has yeah. a lot to do, especially with a rookie quarterback. Yeah, like you don't have a good offense. Like he's back there, he doesn't quite know what he's doing. He's learning on the fly, and if you don't have time, like a, a terrible offensive line is the worst thing for. I'm a not saying that that CJ Stroud isn't better than Bryce Young because certainly this year he was, but I would also be curious to see what Bryce Young would look like behind a better offensive line. What you guys said? Yeah, I I don't know. I I don't think. Carolina's offensive line is definitely not that great. Uh, I don't think the Texans' offensive line is that much better. Uh, it's definitely better in Carolina. But uh, I think C.J. Stroud would have just been able to do more this season. I mean, Bryce Young didn't look good from the jump. Uh, you know, he, he couldn't hit anything over 15 yards. Uh, he got happy feet immediately, getting outside of the pocket, making bad throws, making bad decisions. He just didn't look good. Uh, so give us a quarterback that can actually manage the game, get out there and actually make some passes, that type of thing. I feel like we would have had a run. Um, now, I don't know. We'll see what next season holds. Uh, I think next season is going to be a big tell for Bryce Young. Uh, if he comes back out and we have another 2-15 and 15 season, then there's going to be a discussion that's going to have to be made on whether or not he's the guy. Uh, is he a bust? Is he not? So uh, I'm not counting out Bryce Young right now. I just want to see uh, what happens next season. When a couple of the just games, like Bill Belichick coached his last game for the Patriots, losing to the Jets 17-3. They got uh, Gerard Mayo taking over as uh, the new head coach for the Patriots. So who does that leave the longest tenured head coach? I think it's... Harbaugh and uh, Mike Tomlin are tied. I think they were both hired the same year. The same year. Yeah. I think those are the longest tenured ones. Uh, Packers won to clinch the final playoff spots. Uh, what else? Oh, that Seahawks Cardinals game was fun to watch. We watched that one closely. Cardinals go ahead and put up the score of the Packer game to show that the Seahawks have been eliminated. And uh, Cardinals go out and miss uh, well two field goals, two both goals. of them that would have uh, given them the lead. They end up losing by a point, so uh, that was kind of funny. And now Pete Carroll. Uh, taking an advisory role and stepping down. He didn't want to step down as head coach, but uh, he's kind of talked into that. Yeah, and I, I was reading today just briefly on an article uh, saying that essentially the decision to remove him as a head coach was not made by football people. That's Yep, that's what I which saw is, as well. Which is an interesting kind of vague, also really eerie way of like putting it. Like, <laughs> so, so who did it? Was it ownership by that point? I mean, but then ownership, aren't they football people? Like, is it a marketing thing? I mean, the, the biggest question that I have now, and this is kind of something I've been pondering uh, since the Pete Carroll thing happened, is does Pete Carroll get another head coaching job in the NFL? So hear me out on this one. He right? is the oldest coach right now. He was older than Belichick. So, you, that so, so you, can't, you can't put Pete Carroll into like a complete rebuild situation, right? Pete Carroll can't go to Carolina right now and like try and fix the Panthers. He can't go to... Uh, give me another rebuilding team right now. Uh, I mean, he couldn't go to the Cardinals right now and like fix the Cardinals. Yeah, either. or the Colts. Or the Colts. Oh, yeah. Colts. He might be a little bit closer with Anthony because he's got Anthony Richardson. You have like a decent team. I mean, your team was almost in the playoffs this year. Yeah. Um, Before the what about the Titans? What about the Titans? The Titans. He yeah. couldn't go to the Titans <laughs> and do it because the Titans are going to lose. I mean, watching the the Titans game, Derrick Henry said goodbye to all the Titans fans. So it's pretty much sure that Derrick Henry's gone. Ryan Tannehill's gone. Like that team's going to go through massive turnover. So yeah, that's that's a good good solution on that one. But you can't do that. So the only thing that you're hoping for is the same thing like Bill Belichick that we were talking about off the air would be: is there a team in the playoffs that loses in the playoffs and fires their coach and decides to go get Pete Carroll and or 
Bill Belichick, Bill Belichick by that point. I think that's the only way that Pete Carroll finds a job. Advisory role for the Cowboys in case they lose? Not advisory. I mean, like, as a head coach. As a head coach. I mean, he could stay with Seattle as an advisory job, but to get a head coaching job, I mean, what, he's 74 years old by this point? Something like that. I mean, I don't see him going through another rebuild by that point. No. Uh, a couple other things. Uh, Falcons got killed by the Saints. Arthur Smith is out. He was oh, a terrible coach. Shocking. We had three coaches fired during the regular season. Really only one more game to talk about. Oh, yeah, how about the Eagles getting demolished by the Giants? The Giants. I feel, yeah, like Ugh. Eagles are, whoo. Do, do we want to talk? go back to that Saints-Falcons game talk about Jameis? Take, <coughs> taking the... Taking the uh, the last play, the victory formation. I love it, dude. Oh, take it, yeah. I absolutely love I, it. I think it's a little, it's a very Jameis thing to do. Uh-huh. What? But, uh, Jameis who eats W's and crab legs? Yeah. He's, uh, yeah, what was it, 41 to 17 at that point, and then all of a sudden, uh, we're going to win 48 to 17. Arthur Smith was a little pissed off at the end. It was yeah. it was interesting. I, I saw something, it was from a previous year, it was either last year or the year before, uh, before Arthur Smith came along, and it was the Falcons were beating up on the Saints. And they like recovered a fumble with like z- like the time was like expiring at the end of the game, and they were up by like two scores, and they were like pitching the ball to try and oh, score the touchdown. Yeah. And so like it was like Arthur Smith, like like it was like the voiceover Arthur Smith being like just classless. It's like that's not how you play football, blah blah blah. And then it's like while it's like he's saying that like you see the the thing where the Falcons oh, like the pitching previous the ball. Years, yes. And so I was just like, yeah, man. I mean, like you guys did it before. Like I am like. Once again, I'm I'm in the firm belief of this one. Like, put up as many points as you want. There's no niceness in football. There's no like, okay, we're gonna stop playing now because I've watched teams come back from that. Like, granted, yeah. they weren't gonna come back this time. But no, dude, if you want to stop them, stop them. There, but but there's putting up like running up the score, and it's when they're lined up in the victory formation, yeah. not really expecting it. Love it, and just audibling out. Sign and me up. It up. Sign me up for it. It feels like it's different from running up the nope. score. Here for it. I think it's hilarious. <laughs> hilarious, especially as like a like a division rival by that point. Yeah. Like, oh yeah, the next game they play next year. Yeah, yeah. There's gonna be some. You tell me right now, like, like it might be a new coach for Atlanta, but those the same players who were there, they're they're gonna remember you, that. You tell me right now, like, remember Chris, that. as like a as a Panthers fan, you guys had two wins this year. If if your second win was against like the the like the division rivals, like the Bucks or something like that, and you guys did that with a victory formation, and put up another touchdown. You're telling me you wouldn't be laughing your ass off about that right now? No, I think it's hilarious. Yeah. I think it's hilarious to be able to pull off something. Sign like that. me up. Maybe yeah, Jameis, because yeah. because the Falcons need a quarterback. Maybe Jameis goes to the Falcons. Could go to the Falcons. Maybe. <laughs> Uh, the last game, the only one that really meant anything, it was a huge one, the Bills at the Dolphins. Yeah. A Sunday night game, uh, that one was for the division. Bills ended up winning. Uh, Bills went from uh, like the sixth seed up to the two seed, and then the Dolphins went from the two seed down to the sixth seed. And I'll have to play Kansas City in Kansas City for round one. Uh, but, yeah, the Dolphins are just... Man, when they're on, they are a dangerous team. But when they are off, they are extremely beatable. I feel like I've asked this question multiple times, but uh, Fernando, uh, Andrew, Chris, how many games have the Dolphins won against teams with a winning record? I think it's just the one against just the one. Just this the year. one. Very true. That's it. That's it. Why do I think the Dolphins are going to get bounced out in the first round? Well, one, because they're from Florida and it's snowing. But two... It turns out they're playing a team with a winning record again. So mm-hmm. they're on their fourth defensive line lineman. And yeah. yeah, this is this is not gonna look good. We'll talk about that later. Well, what I think Josh Allen had like three interceptions that game. Like uh, three turnovers yeah. in that he game. Had, he had two. But it was three turnovers because I think he had yeah. a fumble too. He might have fumbled. Yeah, because we were at uh Tajima, we were we were watching the game and I remember <laughs> sitting there and I was just like, Man, the Bills are just gonna like 
they they reverted back to the old Josh Allen days of like Josh Allen trying to make too many plays and like forcing the ball and stuff like that. Kind of one where he's uh, they sacked and he just heaved it up the yeah. field. That was typical. But Josh even Allen. with that, the, the, the Dolphins still couldn't win. So <laughs> I don't. Yeah, I don't have a lot of hopes for the Dolphins. Yeah, I mean the Dolphins just didn't look good. I mean they put up 14 points in the second quarter, didn't do anything in the first quarter, and just sat back and did absolutely trash for the rest of the game. So. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. They're not looking great. Um, considering the weapons they have, that's surprising, but yeah, we'll see. Um, I think that's it then for our week, uh, week 18 breakdown. Uh, we'll be right back and we are going to talk wild card weekend. Super wild card weekend. Super Marvelous wild, wild card, card weekend. weekend. It's going to be good. We'll be RB. Let's take a break and listen to some commercials. As you guys heard last time, we have a hashtag fund us to Toronto. Yay! Where we did a call in to the Toronto Stadium to see how much it would cost to get a actual suite right there on the stadium. It was off the cuff. It was a little bit of shot in the dark. It was pretty good, though. It was actually pretty good. I'll I find Pop-Off. We I think pop it was off. a random talk we had, uh, but we're sticking to it. So we're doing hashtag fund us to Toronto. Yay! We have an entire year to make this happen, and we're setting the overall total for the funding to be 7500 bucks. With you, listeners... I feel like we can make this happen. Let's make this happen. Hashtag Funnest Dorado. Yay! Listen, that is only seven cups of coffee a day for to fund some good prospecting sports broadcasters to go to Dorado. Hashtag Funnest Dorado. For only seven cups of coffee a day, and you and 20 of your friends. We can fund us to Toronto. To where we can see. <laughs> we can see the A's. <laughs> we, we can see the A's play baseball. I don't want to see the A's. No. I feel like you're ruining the entire process Sorry. right here. Listen. Share it. I know there's only two listeners out there right now. Yes, share it, please. But please share this, because it's going to be fantastic. We're going to put the link up real soon. We're going to put the link up. You're going to make that fuck up. Hashtag. Hashtag. Fundus to Toronto. Yay. Pop Pop may be there. We're back. We're back. Uh, We are going to look over some uh, wild card... Super wild card weekend Super picks. Super wild card weekend. Uh, starting off with that first games, we got the Cleveland Browns at the Houston Texans. Uh, Joe Flacco and company coming into town, taking on rookie head coach, rookie quarterback in Houston. Um, little side note here. So Cleveland, uh, one and a half point favorites in this game. This is the first time the Browns have been a playoff favorite for a game since 1994. The 1994 yeah. wild card game. That was the last time they were ever a favorite and the first time in their franchise's history they are a road favorite. Damn. They've been around for a while. I think first John time, El- I think they played John Elway in that game. 
The Cleveland Browns. Nah, that 94 game was a wild card game against the Patriots. Oh. Back in uh, oh, the 94 favorite. season. So we're talking uh, 29 years ago. Well, maybe 30 at this point. I don't know if it was you know the 29 season or the 93 season and the whatever it is. Bill Belichick might have been a sideline on that. Uh, he very well could have been. With Pete Carroll. Um, look, so, I am totally on the Browns bandwagon. This, These are my boys for the remainder of the playoffs. I am cheering hardest for them and nobody else. I don't give a fuck about the rest of these teams. <laughs> Go Cleveland. Go Joe Flacco, that defense, Miles Garrett, fucking rip helmets off, smack them in the heads. I love it. I think Cleveland's going to win this game. I think Cleveland's going to win by more than one score. I'm going to say Cleveland. Defense shuts down the rookie, and Joe Flacco keeps playing like the greatest quarterback of all time. Cleveland wins and covers. He's the GOAT. Wow, you're, you're so confident about that. It gives me like hesitation about my pick right now. Um... The first game that these two played earlier this season was the one where Mark Cooper had like 260 yards receiving, and there was no C.J. Stroud. Browns destroyed the, the Texans. I, I almost wanted to pick, pick it, switch it to the Texans right now. Um, hey, you do you. Yeah. Don't yeah. be. A, I mean, if you're scared, you got to do whatever whatever you got to do. Your confidence. Your confidence actually makes me want to switch to Texans now. I'm picking the Texans to win this game. Ooh. This is going to be a yeah yeah. Your confidence makes me scared now. Let's go with the let's go with the Texans. All right, game. we should do a five dollar bet. Well, you guys make your picks first. You guys <laughs> yeah. make your picks. I don't want to jump the gun. You guys make your picks. Um, I'm going to take Houston as well. I I feel like C.J. Stroud's going to be able to show up this game. Uh, and be able to put up some yards. Uh, him and Nico's going to hook up for a few times for a couple TDs. Uh, I mean. Don't get me wrong. I would love to see Flacco come out here and uh, decimate this game and make it to the second round of the playoffs, but I just don't see it happening this week. I see it happening. <laughs> Man, uh, I really want to pick Houston. I have so far. Uh, but I'm going to switch it up. I'm going to take the Browns in this game. No! Okay. I'm uh, taking the Browns. Fernando kind of talked me into this one. He uh, talked you into it. He talked me out. I talked one out. I talked one in. A little in. bit. <laughs> a little bit. Um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I I like Houston a lot. Uh, I like C.J. Stroud. I like what they've done down there. I like D'Amico Ryans. Um, I'm just going to feel really icky if a rookie quarterback makes a run in the postseason the way he does. Especially when Joe Flacco is having the season he's having right now. So uh, give me Joe Flacco. This one might be all hard on this one, like Chris would say, but uh, I'm going to take that hard. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to ride it. Let's go, dogs. All right, well, good luck. Good luck. All right, the uh, second game of what, Super Wildcard Weekend. It's also on Saturday. We got the Dolphins traveling to frigid Kansas City. Uh they're talking about uh, about zero degree kickoff and uh, could get as cold as negative four, and that is not including wind chill. Um, the uh, Chiefs are announced as four and a half point favorites. I believe it was four when we started talking about this ahead of time. Uh, that does not change my pick. I the Dolphins <coughs> are going to not be ready for this. Their defensive line is completely injured. Um, I don't think Waddle's playing in this game, right? Is it just Tyreek? practice today. All right. Well, either way, uh, Tua already doesn't have the best of arm strength, and in that cold weather, it's going to be even harder to uh, to do so. Tua do so. To Tua do so. <laughs> I am going to say the Kansas City Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, Kansas City. Say, say it with your heart. 
have no problem with these Dolphins. I think they win handily. I think uh, they're more equipped for this kind of weather. And, uh, again, you're going from South Beach in Miami to uh, to this kind of shit. Uh, yeah, give me the Chiefs uh, to win no problem. Um, covering those four and a half Covering points. those four and a half. I want the Dolphins to win this game. I kind of will root for them this game, but I don't think they have the health to do that. They are, are really hurt on defense. Um, and even though the Chiefs have shown not much moxie lately... Um, they are, I think they can turn it on for the playoffs. Kelsey will probably have like a standard five, six catch game. I will take the Chiefs to win this game and cover in the frigid conditions. Might be very low scoring. I am going to take Miami to win this game, mainly because I want to see Kansas City get the fuck out of the playoffs. <laughs> I'm so tired <laughs> of no, no, that's seeing not hard. them. That's not hard. That's not yeah. you're going with hard. I am so tired of seeing them in the playoffs. Sounds like a lot of heart right there. <laughs> get I, out. i, I got to mark this one. Get out. I don't Damn care it. how beat up Miami is. I want them to win this game. Uh, listen, I want Miami to win this game too. It's just not going to happen. Uh, I would love to see Miami win this game. I mean, you know, the only chance that Miami has to win this game whatsoever is if they just like pound the ball with Mostert and Achan, uh, and then get Tyreek involved in like some some reverses <coughs> and everything like that, and do nothing but like screen plays. Because let's face it, I mean. Uh, Kansas City's wide receivers couldn't catch the ball like without inclement weather, and so it's going to be even harder now. Uh, so Miami, all Miami has to do is just keep it close, and I think they can win this game. Uh, that being said, I don't think they're going to keep it close. Um, I do think they're going to score more than ten points, uh, unlike Fernando. Hey, we'll, we'll get there. We're, we're, we're ruining it. Like wait till we get there. Um, also, just real quick to go back, so I am going to take uh, Kansas City this one to win and cover. Uh, to go back. Um, I, I meant to say this during the Browns and the uh, Texans game. Uh, currently, Joe Flacco is tied with Tom Brady for the most road victory playoff games uh, in a career with seven. And so if Joe Flacco wins this weekend, he will break Tom Brady's record for the most road playoff victory <laughs> Let's games. Let's go, and, Joe and that's Flacco! that's how you know <laughs> he is not going to win. <laughs> Honestly, Tom Brady can't have every you know. record. Honestly, listen. That's how you know. Joe Flacco won't catch up with seven, seven world championships, but he's going to catch up with eight road victories. So let's go yeah. Flacco. Yeah. All right, we're moving on. We had one weather game. Going into Sunday, we got another weather game to tell you about. Uh, the first game on Sunday, the Steelers at the Bills. Expecting one to two feet of snow in Buffalo this weekend. Um, uh, we heard rumors, or Jimmy G, the stat boy, you said something about the game possibly being moved to Cleveland? That is the rumor. Everyone on Twitter is saying it could be moved to Cleveland, and everyone wants it to, but I feel like the uh, we'll, we'll probably won't know until one day of the game. Well, we'll see. Uh, like, this game, uh, like, if it, the weather's like that right now, Buffalo, nine and a half point favorites. Uh, that's a little high for me, especially with this kind of a weather game, I feel like. <laughs> Uh, Pittsburgh's defense, even though they're out with is TJ Watkin a player? Or is TJ Watts out? He's, he's out. out. He's out. Okay. Um, yeah, I, like with the weather, Pittsburgh's defense is still good. I think they're going to keep it close. However, Buffalo just has too much, uh, too many weapons. I think, and they are going to, you know, that home, the home atmosphere is going to Bills Mafia is going to put them over the top. I say Buffalo wins, but uh, Pittsburgh will cover that nine and a half points. Nine and a half is a lot. Um, I have the Bills to win and cover this, mostly because I feel like most of this offense will be on the ground. 
Um, so I don't think James Cook will have a pretty good game, but I just don't think the Steelers have it. I don't. Mason Rudolph in a playoff game. Oh, yeah, that's, that's, that makes me really. Scared. That's another thing. Like, why would I pick a Mason Rudolph-led team to win? Yeah, yeah. I'm, the the hell I'm really that? scared about that. Yeah, give me the because Bills. he's eight four and one as an NFL cover. starter. Okay. Well, my bad. <laughs> Raiders season different than playoffs. I feel like yeah, the, the Steelers nice run. This is where they ends. Almost also winning cover for the Bills. Yeah, I think nine and a half is a lot, especially with this weather going into this game. Uh, I think it's going to be a lower scoring game, so that's the only reason I think uh, Pittsburgh is probably going to cover this game. Uh, then there's also maybe Allen has a couple wayward throws, throws a couple interceptions, that might keep Pittsburgh in this game a little bit. Uh, but I think Buffalo is going to take the win on this. Um. I think it really comes down to uh, T.J. Watt missing this game. Um, I think, you know, if you cannot force Josh Allen to get uncomfortable in the pocket, you can't force those turnovers, then you're just not going to stand a chance against uh, Buffalo. Um, you know, Buffalo, it's essentially the same core players that have been there for the past couple of years. Uh, they've been knocking at the door for the Super Bowl for a while. Uh, they're getting hot at the right time. I dare say they're probably the hottest team right now going into the playoffs. Um, an interesting stat is... Without TJ Watt, the Steelers are one in ten. Oh wow! Uh, the two guys replacing him combined for seven sacks this entire season. TJ Watt had nineteen this year, mm. so I think that that's going to be a really big loss. I think it's it matters a lot more than than what you would normally think one player does, especially when you have a guy like Josh Allen on the other side of the ball. So um, I'm going to take the Bills. And uh, you know what? I'm going to take the Bills to cover as well. I, I know I didn't have that before, but I'm going to take the Bills to cover this game. Uh, just the more I think about it, I just don't think this is going to be close. For sure. Moving on to the next one, we got... Uh, I fucking hate this game so much. Packers at Cowboys. Like These are the two teams I hate more than any other teams in the NFL. Same. Packers and Cowboys. Cowboys seven point favorites. Now here's the thing. You want to talk about a team that's hot right now? Now here's the thing. Now here's the thing. The Packers. Ugh, the Packers are pretty hot right now. Oh, it must pretty, hurt you to say that right pretty, now. Pretty oh. hot right now. <coughs> Gross. So, uh, but it's a road. Like I think seven points is a bit steep on this spread, though. Um, <coughs> the Cowboys are the only team that went undefeated at home this year. Uh, they're like a whole different team, so they're going to have a... If they win this game, they get to play at home again next week. Um, and I think that is what's going to happen. I'm going to take the Cowboys to win this game, uh, but the Packers will cover those seven points. Like Offensively, they've looked really good uh, the last few weeks. They didn't put up that many points against the Bears, but they didn't really have to. Um, so yeah, I'm going to say uh, Cowboys win, Packers keep it close. I hope Jordan Love is just, you know, getting lucky this year, and then next year he goes back to shit in the bed like uh, he was early on. You know what I'm saying? Ugh. Yeah, Cow- and then, you know, hopefully the Cowboys lose next week, so they're both out. At least one of the two will be out. That's that's all I can say. Yeah, Cowboys win. Blow pack blow. That's a, that's a great statement, by the way. At least one of the two will be out <laughs> and then another after one Sunday. After. <laughs> um, I have the Cowboys to win this, but I also feel like the Packers will keep this close. This is like, I think, over-under is a 50 or 50 and a half or so. I think this game will, the Cowboys will control it for the most part, but I think the Packers might backside cover this at the very end and like make this under the 7-7 to seven point difference. So yeah, give me the Cowboys to win, Packers cover. You know, I'm, uh, I'm going to switch this up a little bit. 
Um, I'm going to take Dallas still wins it, but I'm going to agree with you two guys and say Green Bay will be there to cover. Did we persuade you? You did. Green Bay will be there to cover uh, that seven-point spread there. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know if Dallas defense is going to be able to contain Jordan Love and how hot he's been lately. So, but we'll see. We'll see. But uh, I'm gonna switch it up, and I'm gonna agree with you two guys. Dallas wins. Green Bay covers. Nope. Uh, Dallas is gonna win <laughs> and cover this game. I, I, I don't know how the Packers have been doing it. I, I really don't think that they're that great of a team right now. I mean, they keep missing so many people. Uh, Christian Watson is like, I'm gonna try and get out there. Christian Watson, you suck. Uh, you, you, you helped ruin my entire fantasy season, so thank you on that one. You, Stefan Diggs, Travis Kelsey. There's a whole list of you, and i got grievances for you already built up for next year as well. Uh, but with that being said, uh, give me the Cowboys. <coughs> Cowboys are riding a 16-game winning streak at home right now, uh, dating back to last year. So I don't see it ending. Uh, I see Mike McCarthy putting the demons to rest, and I see the Cowboys... Handling this game by at least 10. Ooh. All right, we're moving on to oh, this game. This game is going to be fun. We got revenge game, big time revenge game. Rams at Lions. Jared Goff. Revenge game. I think this is going to be the best game of the week. So one of two things will happen here. Hear me out. Either Matthew Stafford will help the Lions win their first playoff game finally. Or he's going to help him lose yet again in the playoffs. How many times did he make the playoffs in Detroit? Like once, maybe well, twice? More than that. I was going to say two or three. It was once, I believe. 90- the, against the Cowboys. Yeah, they, there's that one pass interference call. Lions hosting their first uh, home playoff game in tw- uh, 31 years, I think. And they haven't won a playoff game in 32 or 33 years. Um, so here's the thing. Here's the here's thing. The thing. The Rams, talking about hot teams going into the playoffs, the Rams are one of those. They're getting healthy. You got Cup and Puka. I mean, and the Detroit Lions, they just find a way to Detroit themselves. What better time to do it than in the playoffs? Detroit, three-point favorites. I'm taking the Rams to come in and win this game and move on to the next round. I just think... I just think I don't know Detroit. I, I Detroit could easily win if Detroit comes out and plays their kind of game. I think Dan Campbell has to chill out on some of the you know crazy calls he does, like going for it. No, he's not stopping that. I mean, it's there's like I don't know. He's a little reckless. I love you know he's a great coach, uh, but I, I gotta take. I'm gonna take the Rams. I'm gonna say upset road win. Rams. That's 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 it. I'm done. Right. I'm picking the Rams, too. Uh, I want the Lions to win this game badly. Because I, I feel I feel for the Lions and their, like, ineptitude, I guess. But I can see I can see um, the Rams' defense causing Jared Goff a lot of havoc. I can see Dan Campbell making some stupid, like, fourth down on, a, on their own 30 or something and be down by 14 really quick. I can see a lot of stupid stuff happening in this. And it's not going to change the playoffs. Um Totally see Aaron Donald getting his meat hooks on uh, Jared Goff. Um, Yeah, give me the Rams to win this game. I am going with Detroit on this one. I want to see Detroit win this. Uh, I think Detroit's going to come out and establish that running game, which I think is what's going to help them win. Uh, If they can get that running game established uh, and help get St. Brown out there. Um, Was there... 
Did their tight end get? He got lit up last week. Laporta. Yeah. Laporta's yeah. yeah. questionable for the game. He's questionable. He's questionable. He practiced full today, but who else got injured? Uh, Saint Brown went out for. He went out for a little bit. Jameson, yeah. Jameson went out for a little bit. Yeah, like he. I don't know why. Again, Dan Campbell. What are you doing? Making moves. Yeah, trying to play these guys. I don't understand, but yeah. So you know, if Laporta's in there, Saint Brown solid. Uh, again, I think if they can get that running game established early, stick with it. I think that's what's going to help them win this game. Either way it goes, I think this is probably going to be the best game of the week, and I can't wait to watch it. So uh, Matt Stafford had led the Lions to three playoff games. Okay. 2011, 2014, 2016. All wild card games, all away, obviously. Obviously. Uh, and all... Lost all three. Losses. Here's a here's a number for you. Nine. The Lions of all time in wild card rounds are 0 and 9. <laughs> That's have, a great They snap. have never won a wild card. They got to snap it sometimes. Wait, what happened in 91 cuz they won a game in 91? Yeah, it wasn't a wild card. They got game. a first round bye? Yeah, so you're looking at 1991 <laughs> is a divisional game against Dallas <laughs> is at home. Uh, the rest from that point on, 93 moving on is all wild card games. So it's one, two, three, four, five, well, six, nine. seven, eight, eight, nine in a row uh, by that point. So yeah, happen. <laughs> ever since the wild card's been a thing for them, they have not won it. Um, I I kind of want the Rams to win this game. I know it doesn't sound uh, you know like a great idea, just because I mean Detroit's been so inept for like their entire like you know careers and everything like that. But there's a part of me that's just like, I mean, so many people had the Rams, like, you know, crossed off for this season. And Matt Stafford doesn't have many left in him. So I would love to see Matt Stafford, like, go back and get one more. That being said, I think the Lions win this game. I think they cover it. Um, I think that Detroit is going to be pumping. I think unless um, the Rams find a way to take the crowd out of it, I think that it's just going to be too much for the first game uh, here in the playoffs. So give me Detroit to win and cover the three points. All right. Moving on to the final game of Super Wild Card Weekend. It's on Monday. Side note, I hate the Monday Wild Card game. Me too. Me too. Not a fan of that. But we have the Limping Eagles. Limp Dick Eagles, if you will. Uh, going into Tampon Bay to take on the Buccaneers. Really adult content this one. Uh, the Buccaneers are three-point underdogs at home. And here's the thing. Here's the thing. <laughs> I'm going to just keep saying Yes, Fernando that. Collinsworth. Here's the thing. I don't think Jalen Hurts was 100% going into that Giants game last week, and he's definitely less than the whatever percentage he was at after that game. I mean, he couldn't even finish it. I the Eagles are just—they're a mess right now. They are. They were. Weren't they the last undefeated team this year in the league? Mm-hmm. I'm pretty sure of. Yeah. Like they were flying high. Yeah. See what I did there. They were flying oh, high, and now they were shot down. Is that grounded? Road kill. Grounded. Road okay. Roadkill. Road kill. Okay, that sounds even worse. I'm taking the Buccaneers to uh, win this game. Take it to them. The Eagles are just, they're not all there. I'm going to say Buccaneers, Baker Mayfield and company. They're going to win this game. Buccaneers from the mighty NFC South. Yeah. The 9-8 and eight Buccaneers are going to win over the 11-6 and six Eagles. You heard it here first. Okay, so 
some stats, some ticker tapes. Um, the Bucks have won five of the last six games. The Eagles have lost five of the six games. Eagles have not looked great. Um, the Bucks actually look really good. I will pick the Bucks because I don't trust the Eagles to knock out of their funk right now. They look out of out of it completely. They can't do anything on offense. Hurts doesn't look like he's comfortable. Give me the Bucks to upset the Eagles. You heard it here second, folks. Yes. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna say that's a negative. Uh, Ghost Rider. Uh, I think Philly comes out and they win this game. Uh, I think Tampa Bay might be able to get something started. Uh, might be able to air out the ball a little bit. But I think Philly's going to snap out of that funk and be able to win at least a wild card round. I don't know what they'll do in the next round. Uh, but they'll at least put Tampa Bay out of their misery. Uh, I feel like this game is like one of those like betting trap games where like you kind of want to take... Just because it's three points, right? Like, you kind of want to take Tampa on this one just because you're like, why is it so close? Like, why would it be so close? Well, just kind of what Andrew said there. You know, they're five in, five out of six for their past, you know, for the wins for the Bucks, And, you know, the Eagles have lost five of the last six. Uh, that being said, the Eagles are the better team uh, in this game. And I think that they're going to figure out a way to, to turn it back on and, and turn it around and uh, make a decent postseason run on this one. So, uh, give me the Eagles to win. I don't think it's going to be that close. We shall right. see. We shall we see. We shall yeah. see. All right. We got some. Uh, we're doing some hot takes quick. We'll do some hot takes after a break. After Let's an awkward break. silence, we'll be right back okay. with some hot takes. All right, it is hot takes time. <laughs> Super wild card weekend hot takes. Uh, we will be eating some. Tofu? Is that what we're eating? It's vegan chicken nuggets. Vegan chicken nuggets. We're very manly here. Inferno Farms is uh, the hot sauce we're using. Just a quick little thing. This sauce is no joke. The world's hottest pepper, Smokin' Ed's Carolina Reapers, takes this sauce off the scale of normal heat. An eruption of fresh flavor pairs nicely with... Okay, blah, blah, blah. Keeps going. So, <clears throat> here we go. I am starting it off first with my hot take. I say the Kansas City the Kansas City Chiefs hold the Dolphins to 10 points or less in their wild card I think, win. I think you're supposed to take it yeah, before you make it. Oh, I'm supposed to take it? Yeah. All right. You should eat it and then get your, take your hot take. Yep. Well, you got to eat it too. All right. But yes, the Kansas City Chiefs will hold the Dolphins to 10 points or less. I'm predicting a 21-10 to 10 final score in Kansas City. I don't want to say go Chiefs, but oh, God damn. <laughs> it's got I some kick to it. <laughs> ready to hit a little bit. So, ready, ready to hit a little bit. Um, <laughs> that being said, I'm a. I mean, it doesn't sound like a hot take just because he's the goat, but uh, I'm going to give uh, <laughs> Joe Flacco is not only going to break Tom Brady's road record this weekend, mm, but he's also going to throw for three touchdown passes this weekend too. Oh, nice. Yeah. <laughs> Well done. All right. Time for I think I'm going to go on over to Green Bay versus Dallas. I'm going to say Jordan Love gets at least three touchdowns against them boys. Hopefully he wins. If not, hopefully at least three TDs. I'd like to see Dallas out of there for sure. Um, I'm going to pick James Cook. Two touchdowns. In about two feet of snow in Buffalo, 
Bank on it. It's going to happen. Bank on Woo! it. Bank Come on in. it in the snowbank. Coming from Teletubby to Stab Boy. Is that what? <laughs> Teletubby's the Stab Boy. Teletubby's the Stab Boy. All right, that is going to do it for a Super Wild Card Weekend super Edition. Super Wild Card. <coughs> we'll uh, be back uh, next uh, week for the divisional round and a recap of uh, this Super Wild Card Weekend. Uh, Until then, we'll see you guys next time. I am Fernando. I'm Travis. I am Chris. Timmy G, the ticker tape. Ragamuffin. The boy's got moxie. <laughs> we'll talk to you guys next week. <laughs>